Get ready. Gronk. For the Steakhouse. You're about to experience the fastest two hours in radio history. With Steve Shabiro. We've been doing this a long time. I know what you're thinking. You're so youthful and relevant. The young people come to you in droves. Sandra Golden. I know. And little did we know it meant two different things. Rusty Menzel. You don't treat people that way and make Rusty rock. And Drew Butler. What are you going to say when it happens? That I'm the man? It's the Steakhouse. Brought to you by John Foy and Associates. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome to Friday morning on the Steakhouse. Steakhouse is open. Come on in. Grab something to eat and spend the next two hours with us as uh, we uh, get what should be a beautiful Friday already. Kind of a uh, morning starting in the 30s. Get to the 60s today. Yes. Should be a great day for a lot of uh, your buddies to blow out of work or Go hit the golf course or do whatever. A little pickleball action, a little happy hour, whatever it might be. High of 66, nothing but sunshine. But I even have better news for you because General Beauregard Lee did not see his shadow this morning. It is Groundhog Day, and we will have an early spring, ladies and gentlemen. Rate the movie Groundhog Day a scale of 1 to 10. Uh, Eight. I loved Groundhog Day. I thought it was super funny. Great movie. Mm -hmm. Andy McDowell. Love her. Um, she was just on Drew. I, I, why was I? She lives here. Andy lives in Atlanta. She was just on with Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. I I think this was the morning that I didn't work. It was after my our company outing, so I was getting ready in the hotel room. And I literally turned the TV on, and she was on there with Drew Barrymore. Andy McDowell was a big deal back in the day, right? Yeah, a lot she of, is. A lot mm-hmm. of big movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gra- I'm a huge Groundhog Day fan. Bill Murray, one of his uh, signature roles. They did not like each other in that movie, though. She's like, he is miserable to deal with. It's funny because they play that romance, yeah, right? Yeah, I and didn't know that. Yeah, no, he, he's a weird dude. But anyways, is um, should be a great day. lot planned for the uh, show. I'm in a much better frame of mind than I was yesterday. Not just because Sandra fashion shamed me, but it was, a, it was a bad day. Like, I didn't sleep at all uh, up at Barnsley because I was up in the middle of the night. So I came in here tired. I couldn't tell. Really? I promise you. Yeah. And then uh, I was beleaguered. Both uh, Day Day and Sandra said I look like a stuffed sausage. In, okay, uh, first where of all, that, no one where, said that. Where, that's you, Day Day. Day Day. That's you, what you were saying. I mean, let's just call it. So I didn't feel good. I didn't have sleep. Had a long day that wasn't fun. So like last night, it was like, you better wake up tomorrow refreshed. Turn that frown feeling, upside down. Feeling Happy good, Friday. Right? Super Bowl week, y'all. Woo! I wore my dog shirt in honor of uh, Dogs HQ. That is yeah, a good shirt, our Rusty, buddy Rusty Mansell. Feel free to bring more. Dogs HQ, team. baby. Dogs yeah. HQ. Yeah. Anyways, is what do you got planned for the weekend? Anything exciting? I'm uh, going to see a really good Elton John cover band tomorrow night, so I'm super excited about that. And tonight on the menu for the hubby and I, we're going to watch the documentary about We Are the World. I feel like we're a little bit closer to it because hate to drink, name drop Kenny Rogers, may he rest in peace, has given us so many background stories. And Kenny has the original lyrics and and, and song sheet of Did We Are handed? the World. Uh-uh, there's one. They didn't hand them out. He had everybody sign, and it's the, the people that were all involved, so he has it framed. Yeah, if you haven't heard, Netflix has a documentary about the making of We Are the World, yeah. which happened at the Grammys. With every major star in the world, yeah. from Bono to Springsteen to Kenny Rogers to, you know, Michael Jackson, the whole thing. 
and it is supposed to be phenomenal. So I'm going to watch that I was, was going to surprise the wifey tonight because she's a huge music documentary fan, and she might not have heard of it yet, but yeah. it's supposed to be awesome. So, so he has that, Kenny Rogers. He has it. Yeah, well, Wanda has it now, so yeah. So wow. we, but we've heard kind of stuff. And he only raves about everybody being amazing and that whole thing of check your ego at the door. I mean, it's probably the greatest collection of stars, certainly in the music business, ever in the same room together. Right. All time. So the only controversy that I'm hearing, and everybody that's seen it, I I I don't mean to disrespect, I just have not paid much attention because I want to watch it, but Sheila E. has come out and said they only invited her to try to get Prince. Yeah. And so she was mad about that. That's the stories. They're all waiting for Prince to show up. Yeah. They're wondering if he's going to show. Well, Sheila, he didn't belong in that room with that group, right? I mean, she wasn't. She's just, look who's in the room. Yeah. So she said it, I guess. I got to watch it. But right. Yeah. We'll both watch it and talk about it on Monday. Greatest Night in Pop is your. Greatest Night in Pop is the name of it on uh, Netflix. And a bunch of y'all started watching the NASCAR thing last night. They were tweeting with me. Oh, yeah. It's another one I got to watch. It's it's real good, too. Okay. Good. What about you? The weekend? Anything fun? No, I'm, I'm excited that I don't have a big plan. Uh, I am considering going to Georgia. I heard it's sold out. Georgia, South Carolina. It is sold out. Maybe go see my daughter on Saturday and go watch some basketball. Um, so thinking about that and, uh, you know, hopefully uh, get out there and, you know, it's going to be a nice weekend, I hope, yeah, right? Beautiful Until weekend. Sunday. Oh, you'll tell us. Anyway, let's do our 9 at 9. Time to build the foundation of today's show with the top nine at nine. Nine on the Steakhouse. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Supposed to rain on Sunday, but yeah, tomorrow right. is perfection. 61 and nothing but sunshine. Yeah, you so better have tomorrow. If you're one of those fancy country clubs or wherever you are, you better have your tea time now. Yeah. Because I have a feeling that it is going fast. Yeah. Right? It's going to be hard to get time. Pickleball, tomorrow. All of it. Y'all better get it going. So, uh, I'm leaning with Trey Young not being an all-star, y'all. I am blown away. Third in voting by the fans. He's top 10 in points and assists in the NBA. His stats are fantastic. And now as the reserves are announced, which are chosen by the head coaches, right? All the head coaches vote. Um, and he's not an all-star. Yeah, I mean, this is probably the best year of Trey Young's career. Uh, he's having a better year than Dame Lillard. He should be starting um, Tyrese Halberton is the new kid on the block, the sexy new kid at school. But, uh, you know, I thought Tanitra in the break, in the pre-show meeting, she heard us chatting. She brought up a great point. Lloyd Pierce is pretty respected in the league. Him and Trey Young hated each other. Okay. But the guy that is really respected is Nate McMillan. And he didn't care for Trey at all. And when you have previous head coaches that are well-liked in the league, that basically let it be known what kind of kid he was dealing with. I think those guys have had a huge impact of spreading the word, but but this is unique. Well, that sounds to me, it's personal, though. I mean, as yes. a head coach, can you kind of put it aside I know, and say, I agree. wow, look at this well, kid. Maybe he's moving along. Maybe he's so, learning. Maybe. I just, I just so, don't so like let me just say this at all. He should have started over uh, Dame Lillard. Who are the reserve guards, Day Day, that are ahead of trade that were chosen? Uh, Jalen Brunson. Well, Brun- Ty- well, okay, hold on. So Jalen Brunson, I mean, is having – Knicks are ridiculous. Knicks had a huge win last night, um, and he is – he's going to go ahead of Trey Young just in terms of being from New York and the and – the, and he is the Knicks. So go on. Tyrese Maxey. Okay, he had a big night last night too, but Trey Young's better than Tyrese Maxey. Donovan yeah. Mitchell. Yeah, I mean, he's not – Donovan Mitchell's not having a better year than Trey Young either. So um, – 
So he should be a reserve. This is a sham. Question not, is, is there's going right. to be two guys who aren't going. It doesn't matter. No, this no, is, my point is, is he even, even going to accept the invitation? Oh, or, or is he going to say, ooh, didn't, like didn't he decide, was it last year or two years ago, said, I'm just not showing up? Period. I think that was two years ago because last year he didn't get picked at all. Right. No. Okay. Well, that's tough. that sucks. I don't like that at all. Speaking of, the Hawks do have the Suns tonight and then the Warriors tomorrow night. Warriors tomorrow That so is a hell down. of a one-two punch. You ain't kidding. Devin Booker one night, Steph Curry the next. How about that? Kevin get, Durant. Go down there tonight and get a hotel room and stay, do a staycation <laughs> and NBA then go fan. tomorrow night. That's a hell of an NBA vacation. That's an NBA but staycation. But you know what? If you're a girl in your life or girls, if you're a guy in your life, that's a great Valentine's present. You know, like pull the trigger. Like we're having a little staycation okay, to watch let, a little Let me NBA. just say that. Somebody's going to go broke. You got to pay for a hotel and, and Suns and Warriors tickets. I promise you. But those what if you want one or the other? I'm just, be creative. Okay. Be creative. Sell one of your children. It's not a big deal. Yeah, it's absolutely right. fine. Forget about college. Right, just right. buy NBA tickets for this weekend. All right. You know, uh, or maybe you don't know, Georgia Senate approving the bill that would legalize sports betting. However, last second amendment likely is going to make it tougher to pass. We've got Brett, Greg Blue Stein. Greg Steen. Bluestein coming Blue up. Bluestein coming up. 920. So From I'm not the gonna... AJC, number one political reporter. In the city, he will try to make sense of this because we are a little confused. All I know is whatever positive momentum that we be able to bet on sports in September, start of NFL season, if the thing got passed and moved through instead of having to go to a two-thirds in the House and oh. Senate, and then having it, it'll be on the ballot or has a chance to be on the ballot in November. So when you're voting, I know you're excited to vote uh, Trump and Biden. That election's going to be fun. Um, and that same day, you'll be voting on sports gambling. In the state of Georgia. Right on. So Dan Quinn, as we were getting off the air, became official. He's going to be the next coach of the Washington Commanders. Wow. Did he take some on every talk show I watch? No one, and I mean no one, likes this hire. Tell me why. What was the consensus? Uh, So they liked it. He was the third person they asked to the prom. They wanted Ben Johnson. They wanted Mike McDonald. And both said, thanks, but no thanks. So now Dan Quinn is left there like, hey, I have a dress. I'm ready to go. So not liking it at all. Um, Stephen A's point was it's somebody right there in the east that everybody knows him and he knows everybody. I mean, it's a retread. If the defensive guy again, you name it. It just was not a good, good hire. Well, it's not. a. Well, we don't know if it was a good hire. It's not a good buzz. It's not a good buzz. Right. On the, on the hire. We have right. no idea. If, uh, I'll just say this. He's three years away from being run out of Atlanta. Dan Quinn was run mm. out of Atlanta. Most folks wanted him fired the season before he got fired. He came back. He went 0-5, and he was run out of town. Now, Dallas was a great reclamation project for him. But, I mean, Raheem Morris versus Dan Quinn in terms of reputation in the league it's not really close. I got to be honest with you. The Raheem Morris hype is real. Also, Raheem Morris was a head coach 12 years earlier, went and paid his dues. Dan Quinn went and was a coordinator for a couple of years. I mean, he's the exact same guy whose act wore thin in Atlanta, where we said, How many of these expressions are you going to go with? How much of this shtick are we going to hear? Is this guy a tactical, you know, head coach at all? Um, or is he just a hype master? And, you know, the Dallas defense was great. But then they got into the playoffs and got torched. Yeah. So I, I can see it. From a PR perspective, 
It is not sexy. Mike McDonald, a really impressive press conference in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Got to listen to a bunch of that. And Jim Harbaugh in L.A. saying. You know, he went an hour and a half, took every single question in the room with yeah. Harbaugh. So of the eight openings, only three were previous head coaches, which you said early on. Yeah. Raheem being one of them, Jim Harbaugh, and now Dan Quinn. Yeah. All the others were assistants. Well, it was an impressive list of assistants, but again, I'll go back to you. You want to, and again, it doesn't mean a lot, but Raheem Morris is about to take over on Monday at that press conference and get everybody feeling good um, for a little while until they go find a quarterback. So that's what has to happen. I'm not thrilled with our coordinators, by the way. I, you want to talk about not sexy? Falcon coordinator decisions. We'll see how it plays out. I'm not smart enough to sit here and tell you good hire, bad hire. I'm just telling you, it, it, they continue to play out that coaching staff. We'll talk about that later in the show as well. Pro Bowl is on Sunday, and if a tree falls in the woods, it's one of those. Some of it was if on some, last night. It yeah, was if a painful. flag football game breaks out in the woods and nobody oh, sees it, God, did it y'all. happen? So painful. Yeah. All right, that's our 9 at 9. Good stuff, Sandra. Greg Bluestein. what's up with gambling in Atlanta? We'll tell you about it when we come back. Sports Radio 929. Sounds like the bomb. Nope, we're not done. It's more of the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. 9 o'clock hours brought to you by advancedhair.com. Uh... One day treatment, life-changing results. It may be too late for Mr. Steak. It's not too late for you. God bless. Um, thanks so much for joining us on a very busy Friday, fastest two hours in all of radio. And, uh, you know, this show spends a lot of time talking about spreads and lines and gambling. We're talking to oh uh, one of our guys uh, in Vegas later on. So, um, there's a lot of folks that pay attention to that, which which uh, what made the – legalizing sports gambling in Georgia is such a compelling topic that we have touched on time to time. Yep. But we're just a bunch of sports dudes. What do we know? We said, let's talk to the premier political reporter in... Uh, I would say journalist. journalist. Journalist in the state of Georgia. Greg Bluestein from the AJC has been kind enough to uh, work his way over to the Sports Talk radio station. Greg, good morning. Thanks for being on with us. Thanks, guys. You're making me blush. <laughs> you know it, buddy. So dumb it down for us, even though I think I know a lot about this stuff, but I'm still got, I'm confused. Yeah, I got want confused. a dummy down. So, version. so if Republicans and Democrats uh, during legislative have kind of come together bipartisan yeah. that sports gambling can can happen, that the money will help the Hope Scholarship, uh, which needs more funds for for kids in Georgia, that there's be a lot of benefits in terms of where the dollars end up. Why did yesterday really not a win, even though on the surface it sounded like one? You're exactly right, Steak. And, and, and it is confusing. Even lawmakers are confusing. It's like Groundhog Day all over again because – and it is Groundhog it Day. It is Groundhog Day. Yeah, there you go. We've had this debate for Georgia for years, and there seems to be a consensus among lawmakers from both parties that they, they at least support some sort of expansion of gambling to include sports betting. 38 other states have already done it. The Braves are behind it. Sports teams are behind it. Metro Chambers are behind it. Democrats, Republican leaders are behind it. But the question is how they get there, right? And so, you know, there's two different ways you can pass gambling expansion in Georgia. 
you can do, go for basically a legal change that would let it be overseen by the state lottery, or you could do something that's a lot harder, a constitutional amendment, which needs a lot more support from the legislature. So there's this one push that passed yesterday that basically would, 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 uh, would require just a single up and down vote, like a majority vote. But what, they, what happened was there was a last minute amendment basically to say that you need to change the Constitution in order to enact this change. And that would require two thirds majority in both chambers. So basically, it's a lot harder to pass that. Okay, because there's a lot more opposition from Republicans in the in the chamber. Yeah. Okay, so so it could have been a simple process by not going to a constitutional amendment by just yes. allowing a legal change. And did the group have the ability to just call it a legal change? Never take it to the voters. Never need to two thirds. That would have been a way we would have had sports gambling very quickly in the state of Georgia. What happened to that? Yeah, and, and there, that's where it gets legally murky because there are lots of lawmakers who think that this is all you need. All you need is this single up and down vote. That means it doesn't need a constitutional amendment. That means it doesn't need all that. It needs to pass the three two-thirds threshold in the legislature. Um, but others say the only way moving forward is to get that constitutional amendment. And those folks won out yesterday. And, and by the way, I mean, big casino companies are among the people who think that they need a constitutional amendment. And so the big advocates why? for yeah, why? Uh, why? they just think it's more legally clar- clarifying, right? I mean, there is sort of gray area over whether the state lottery can oversee sports gambling, wh- whether that it's allowed under the state lottery's provisions. And so the gambling advocates out there, and we're talking giant companies, Wynn and Valley and just other huge companies that have long sought to build casinos in Georgia – they want a, a constitutional amendment. They want this all in one fell swoop. And they worry that if sports gambling is kind of approved piecemeal, they'll lose some steam um, because sports gambling is something that so many people agree on, whereas, you know, your, your, your conventional casino is something that a lot of lawmakers, particularly conservative Republicans, are a lot more wary of. Now, uh, I get it because they're right. The, the notion is that sports gambling would pass rather easily and it avoids and kicks the can way down the road on building casinos, insert places in Georgia from downtown to anywhere else, which the casinos are saying, we need a constitutional amendment to get passed if we're ever going to get to the business of actually building big old casinos in Atlanta and other places, correct? Exactly. And sense. sports betting okay. is, so, is so popular now. 38 other states have done it. It would mean $30 million, $100 million more in revenue for Georgia each year. Casino gambling, which would mean a lot more revenue than that, is still very controversial. Even the governor yep. has said, hey, you know, it's not, I'm not a huge fan of it. And so it, it, it's a lot more politically perilous. Okay, so what are the odds that it even gets to the vote in November, that regular voters are on it? Uh, obviously, the two-thirds vote happens before that in terms of having to pass this, uh, the legislative, get a two-third vote. What happens there? Yeah, I wouldn't bet on it. <laughs> you know, we unintended. Yeah, we mentioned it's Groundhog Day all over again, and Jeez. we've had this debate for years, years and years and years, and it does not look like it has the support to pass the constitutional amendment. I mean, we'll see, but the very fact that it still has enough support to get sports betting across the finish line, you know, that we might see a piecemeal expansion, but we will. It, it is very unlikely we'll see a constitutional amendment to to, to expand. Uh, sports, uh, all sorts of games. Does that mean that the Republicans that are more conservative, that are okay with sports gambling, 
would not vote for constitutional amendment, though, because that does open the door for casino gambling down the line? Yep, that's exactly right. And it's very, you know, they're very nervous. Um, and there's a lot of pushback back in their districts, especially when you're in rural Georgia, you know, at places that might not benefit from a casino, because you're not going to have casinos if it's legalized all over Georgia. You'd only have a handful, maybe a couple in Atlanta, maybe in Savannah, Savannah you know, right. at most. Bacon, and maybe. so you're talking about lawmakers who represent other parts of the state where they wouldn't benefit, and their and their constituents are really, you know, against it for religious reasons, moral reasons, other reasons. I mean, the amount of money. Stake, stake is in a deep state. No, I mean, this Can is, you hear this, this Craig? This, I'm sorry, this, you're witnessing. I'm trying to work. You're witnessing sadness. <laughs> I'm trying to work my way through. No, what what you're witnessing. <laughs> Is just and Greg, you're exposed to it all the yeah. time, and I do read your stuff, and you do a fabulous job, and with your podcast and everything else. But what we're seeing is the political process. Everybody agrees we should stop. You know, all these other states are are benefiting enormously by legal sports gambling. We have sports gambling happening in Atlanta every day to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars over the course of a season, and both Republicans and Democrats agree it should happen. But then, Greg, what you see every day is the political process is such that this ain't going to happen and we're going to keep sending our money elsewhere. Yeah, it does feel a little different, though. I will say that. I don't want to be the complete – I don't want to be a complete downer for you. (laughs) But the lieutenant governor is on board. The top Democrats are on board. And so you've got these bipartisan leaders that really think this should happen. So there might be a way they find a way to carve something out just for sports betting. Um, you know, a, a bigger expansion, I, I really would be shocked if that happened. So there still might be an opening, and the very fact that they passed a bill that, that, that kind of moves the needle a little bit forward on sports betting yesterday is a good thing for people who want to, to legalize sports betting, but it's still such a hard fight. I mean, these things at the Capitol, you'd be shocked, right? I mean, simple, simple things that, that, are, that have widespread consensus sometimes can take years, what? years and years. What else has been the biggest story through uh, the session over the last number of weeks? And is there anything that's going to affect our lives this year or in the coming years? You know, not in the sports realm, but I guess I guess sort of in the sports realm. Is, is the, big, the big question is whether or not uh, Georgia lawmakers will get on board for a big Medicaid expansion to give uh, hundreds of thousands of people access to more health care. Um, and, and there might be – that is the other huge question. Other than sports betting and gambling, yeah, that's been uh, will lawmakers get behind that? And I think there's, I think there's a bigger chance of that than, than legalizing gambling this session. How much has your life changed with Georgia being at the epicenter, obviously, of uh, national elections, Senate, presidential, everything else? Does everybody always ask you, what's Georgia going to do? Is that, a, is that more than any other state? Uh, yeah. We're right in the center of it, and so it's fun, and, it's, and our vote matters. Whether you're Republican, Democrat, Independent, it matters. And so, and for me, it's been great kind of going. I just got back from Washington yesterday. I'll go to South Carolina this weekend. So it's great to, to cover this through the Georgia lens. It's really an honor and a privilege. All right, Greg, I think you, we kind of explained it pretty well, so thanks for helping us out. No, anytime, man. Thanks for, thanks for having me. All right, we'll bring you in studio. You'll tell us all about what it's like dealing with politicians day in and day out, right? I can only so, imagine. That yeah. must be great. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Are you, you going to be okay, Steak? Thanks, Greg. I'm, I mean, I'm okay. I just... Listen, I just watched the whole conversation. You you did a 180 in terms of a mood of what he just bottom-lined it for us. Not good. Well, I mean, it, it just laid it it's out. It's not even going to get on the ballot. You, could, you should have made the legal change, and then we'd have sports gambling immediately. But now you go to constitutional amendment, it's murky. It's really murky. You know what else is murky? How is Trey Young... Possibly uh, 
I don't know, folks said he acted like a big shot early in his career, and now it's going to come back and bite him. And did his previously two head coaches basically doom Trey Young? I've never seen anything like this. It's terrible. Yeah, we'll talk about it when we come back. Sports Radio 929 The Game. Now. Now more of the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Nine forty three, Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game coming up in three minutes. Was Trey Young too much of a big shot for his previous head coaches, and has that doomed him in the Eastern Conference? We'll talk about the absolute snub of our second best Hawks player in history, and I'll tell you, approaching Dominique like numbers if his career stays on this uh, trajectory. We'll talk about that coming up, but Sandy is here. College still matters, and uh, we've got ourselves a tailgate. It's time to tailgate. No, we tailgate. Taking a look around the world of college sports. This is the tailgate on the Steakhouse. Brought to you by all four seasons garage and entry doors. Big enough to serve, small enough to care. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. I'm going to quickly go through this so we can get to Trey Young. Uh, College Hoops, Georgia has South Carolina tomorrow, 1 o'clock. It is on the SEC Network. Steak, you were thinking about going. Day Day just told you there are some tickets on uh, the secondary market. Yeah, you to fly so over there. Uh, yeah, should be a big uh, big day at Stegman. Uh, they have they have to beat South Carolina. I mean, they have to. So this has been a rough stretch, losing to the Gators, losing to the Wildcats, losing to the uh, Crimson Tide, and uh, they got to find a way to beat South Carolina, second team uh, in the SEC. Georgia Tech is at NC State, five thirty. That is on the CW Network. Your Senior Bowl. All set for tomorrow at 1 o'clock. You can watch on the NFL Network. I will quickly tell you on the national team from Georgia State, the linebacker John Trey Hunter and everybody else local is on the American team. All the Georgia players and the quarterback from Tulane, Michael Pratt. So keep your eye on all those kids, and we hope that they did well and enjoyed the week. Do you all remember when we told you about the Alabama baseball coach, Brad Bohannon, got busted and fired for for, um, betting? For betting getting and information uh, in terms of on his game. Is it, LS, it was an LSU-Alabama oh, game, right? Oh, yeah. Details came down yesterday, so I just wanted to in – in, I'm going to file this under dumb criminals. The cheating scandal. So he – his name is Brad Bohannon. He gets a 15-year show call, so he avoids the lifetime bam. But the literally stake text messages – going back and forth with the guy from the sports book, and they tell you in detail that he messaged a better in Ohio when they found out that Bama's pitcher on April the 28th against LSU would not be going. He was scratched before they told LSU. Okay, so he goes, it's a sure thing. Yeah, he's got a buddy at a casino in Ohio that he's basically filtering information, and yep. then you see the action go down at that casino Betting against Alabama, right? Exactly right. Betting against Alabama. The sports book initially declines an initial $100,000 bet. They do take a $15,000 wager. So the moral of the story let, is every single thing was written in text. Let me just say something. I mean, you talk about dumb. Dumb. Dumb guys doing the wrong thing. If there's a $100,000 bet on a college baseball game, on a Tuesday in On April. a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. 
What do you think is going to happen? Like the feds actually regulate this stuff. There's all kinds of gambling commissions where you have red flags. Well, here's what's a friggin' red flag. Why did somebody drop 100K on a college baseball game? That's just it dumb. made uh, the quote in the article is it made the three stooges look very smart. This guy's <laughs> antics. So yeah. there we go. That's Great. your quick tailgate. Thank you, Sandy. So in NBA history, there has only been three occasions where a player is averaging 25 points and 10 assists and missed the All Star game. Trey Young has now accounted for two of the three. The other was Michael Adams in 1990, which was, oh, I don't know, 35 years ago, right? So Trey Young is now in elite company, his own, because there were only two previously, and now it's happened to him again. Okay. All I want, everyone listening, all you coaches, all you media, all of it, the All-Star Game is about the fans. It is a presentation, a show. It's entertainment for the fans. We get to vote in our favorite players. Trey Young, having his best year of his career, you could argue, nonetheless was voted in and finished second in the first vet in the first vote. Trey Young should be an all-star based on that with, with the, the fans. fans. Yeah. I don't care about the others. Yeah. I really don't care about the others. Why are you giving the players all the power there? And the coaches to snub like somebody. I don't like it. And by the way, that is so personal. And and I don't I understand if you had a a bad play with this kid or whatever, if I don't like him. Well, Lloyd Pierce don't like him. Lloyd Pierce is super well liked uh, as an assistant coach. Now he's with Indiana Indiana. Um, Nate McMillan is the elder statesman of the league, coached four or five different places, albeit never with great success, Nate McMillan, but um, he didn't like him either. That's why, you know, they had the scenarios that they had. Now, Quinn Snyder from minute one has been a Trey guy, and I don't think that's on accident, right? You know, like the, the having a relationship with your coach. Trey Young's dad, Ray Young, who, of course, puts out that, you know, Fox will win championships with Quinn Snyder and he's never had a better coach other than some one other guy that he mentioned. So so that's all, you know, calculated. Like how how did it work out for the other two coaches when you didn't get along with your superstar? But I will say this, and I told you I did a 180 on Trey Young, even the you know, I was very tough on him last year because I just didn't sense an urgency. And I think, you know, he's a he can be he's an odd bird in terms of his personality, you know. Like, um, you know, he's he's not engaging and endearing himself to the fans in the same way other athletes, which is fine. His numbers are spectacular. I told you, he's one of the great passers I've ever seen. He's completely underrated. Even though the numbers are such, he's underrated as a passer. But, Sandra, somewhere he's going to look at, is this because I'm in Atlanta? Is this because we're eight games under 500? Is this because... We don't have enough juice as well, a market. Well, if he was playing for the Boston Celtics, if these two coaches don't like him and the word has spread, what does it matter what team he's on? This is a personal issue against Trey. Yeah. I don't think there's a Hawks bias at all. Yeah. I mean. I know what you're saying. Like, I, the I coaches are the ones. I just ones. don't like it. And I don't I think like he it may... that these coaches will. Let's hope that these young men and women that you're coaching from the jump don't improve a hundred all the way around, like personality, their respect level, their their game, all of it. Like, let's hope we all grow as humans. I just don't like that that vendetta is being held this long. This is a fan event, the All Star Game. He's not playing on your team. Yeah, Tyrese Maxey better than Trey Young? No, he's not. If Trey Young played with Joel Embiid, 
they could probably win an NBA title in Philadelphia. All right? And and they're getting close with Embiid and Maxie, but he's better. Jalen Brunson's not better than Trey. I mean, if anything, they're probably equal, although Jalen Brunson is a, a, a rising star in the league. He absolutely is having a better year than Dame Lillard. This is – my point is they're going to sit back 404-726-0929. If you want to give us a quick thought on this, 404-726-0929. Listen to a fan. Does it bother you? Because let me tell you something. If this was happening to Ronald Acuna, if this was happening oh to Austin gosh. Riley, if this was happening – like Braves fans would be outraged. Is anybody outraged? It's ridiculous. And I, my point is, Sandra, he's going to say, I'm playing in Atlanta. I can't get to the All-Star game. I can't get to playoff games. I'm, I'm in another play-in situation, best scenario. Maybe I need to change my landscape. Like, at some point, the young camp agents, marketing folks, his dad are going to be like, as you always like to say, how's that working out for you? You're not going to playoff games? I, I You're not going to All-Star was, games? That was happening before the All-Star snub, again. That was happening before. Right. Because you're not winning. You got the new coach. You got DeJounte. It's not working here for whatever reason. Right. The fact that they have a worse record than they did this time last yeah, year. Yeah, not even close. It's very, it's it's upsetting as a fan. But, I mean, this is such a personal vendetta against Trey Young. And I don't know what you do. Do you pick up the phone and start calling these guys saying, you guys, I am sorry, what but you, can we move past this? This is literally hurting my career it's like, on this it's, level. It's like you're, you're enjoying continuing to snub Trey Young if you're these NBA coaches and you're sticking Tyree Maxey in there ahead of Trey, um, you know, the the fan vote again put him at number two, but then, you know, Dame Lillard got the coaches, what's the other 25%? The coaches and the players, mm-hmm. and that was, that's what screwed him. Pierre and Conyers, you're on Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Hey, how y'all doing this morning? Yep. Listen, Trey Young is a bona fide all-star. He was teetering on superstardom. The fan vote had him at second with over 2 million votes. Put the guy in the all-star game. I think Shaq talked about it with the TNT crew. It's all about the fan vote. Trey has done enough. He's averaging career numbers. Yeah, the team is not good, but Trey is an all-star. Put the guy in there. He deserves to represent Atlanta. That's all I got. Yeah, you know, I'm not a genius on a lot of things, but I've watched, you know, tens and tens of thousands of hours of basketball, and I've seen Trey Young live a hundred times, I know what an all-star look like. That freaking guy's an all-star. He led college basketball in points and assists. Okay? He's come to the league. He's damn near is doing similar as well. So he's not leading the league in it, but my God, I know what an all-star is, and <laughs> that's what Trey Young is. Uh, 9 o'clock hour brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. One-day treatment, life-changing results. Did you just put up, like, a sign? Like, Bo, Bo just put up a sign. Look at this. This is like a this is a new thing, like, advanced hair. That's nice. You got a little prompter. I like that. Is this? Do you guys have, like, a producer meeting and said, this is how we get through the steak? Is Actually, this? we did. Wow. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Sandra, I don't need to be. I'm not some, I, I'm not some animal at a zoo that you're waving things at me like that. It's... Just respectfully ask me. Actually, that's fine. I got to tell you, I'm not the. I haven't watched a ton of NBA, and Trey Young's an All Star. You know why I know that? Because he was second in fan voting. It's not that hard, people. He just got screwed, and that he, sucks. He got screwed. Period. You're right. When we come back, Elmo asked the question. I'll ask it too. Sports Radio 92.9 a game. <laughs> Now, now, your 
Game Traffic. 92.9 The Game's Traffic Center brought to you by Bader Scott Accident Attorneys. Call Bader Scott 404-888-8888.